0: Welcome to the Chronic Podcast with host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of the SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of the Keen Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis.
1: Besides the Saints winning, the most important thing to us is making the jokes. I think I might have IBS.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There were fewer stories for me to write about being behind the scenes. Now with Rob Ryan, that potential has returned because he's essentially Jeremy Shockey at 50.
2: It's very really George Costanza-ish. Oh, it I'm glad they didn't say he had a house in the Hamptons.
1: Now
0: here's your host,
1: Ralph Malpho. This podcast is brought to you by the Pelican House. In Baton Rouge, Louisiana, on 2572 City Place Court, Right off there at College Drive, they have 136 draft beers on tap. They have a 12-foot screen for the big games and 1950 inch screens for the other game. You're going to go there. You're going to watch LSU drop 50 on Ole Miss. And you're going to get the braised duck nachos. And it's going to be glorious. And you're going to say, go to hell, Ole Miss. And then you're going to order another one of their 136 beer. What more could you possibly want out of a saturday night the pelican house 2572 city place court baton rouge louisiana we're proud to have them as the sponsor people go there support them because they support us the saints lost yesterday was as andrew put it on his blog they had their guts ripped out um my main thing with the boys was that the saints under sean payton do things a certain way. They're hyper-aggressive. They onside kick in the Super Bowl. They go it four on fourth down on their own side of the field in the first quarter. That's how they roll. And at the end of the game... They're running a card trick bootleg straight out of the Norv Turner, Mike Smith. Let's trick them and hope we get a first down. If it doesn't work out, we'll punt and it'll be okay. And it's bullshit and I hated it. Andrew, you like the call, but what I wanted was the Saints to line up in five wise and just say, God damn it, we're going to try to win this game. And if you don't, I can live with it. Yesterday, I I couldn't stand it. I couldn't.
3: Yeah, I, I did like the call. And the reason, well, you know, I, there's a lot of merit to what you're saying, Ralph. And I, I think you have to make the decision at that point in the game. You know, the, there's, I believe the Patriots had no timeouts. Um, and there's, there's. I mean, you, you basically, if you run the football, you get it down to about a minute 20 um, before you have to punt. And so uh, so you have to make that decision, right? You either throw the ball, you risk an incomplete pass, at which point the clock stops and you're giving Brady more time. But maybe you give yourself a greater chance at picking up the first down, or you run the football. Now, if you if you're going to elect to be more conservative and you run the football, that's that's a great call because any team watching game tape knows uh, that you have never. Geez, Jesus Mike. Christ!
0: <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Uh, I'm, think, emptying my, a, I'm emptying one of my I'm emptying one of my garbage your house cans? Just collapse. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I didn't mean, I, I didn't know that I didn't know it was that loud. In? I didn't know it was
1: it is. Line. It's an HD baby now. It's in. It's in uh, surround sound.
0: If you <laughs> want to keep this sound like it is, donate a dollar. Do I, you see. I, you see. That's what it is. You see. That, that's it. That, that's what I bring to the thing is within the first 30 seconds. I do some. I make some obnoxious sound that pisses Dave off and gets Ralph to plug the uh, the uh, the PayPal thing. So I'm I'm doing a fucking service for you folks. All right, Bang continue,
3: up job. Continue, Andrew. No, so. The reason I like to play is people watch game film. They know Breeze never runs the football. And basically they got Breeze in a one-on-one situation with Chandler Jones. And I personally, I'm shocked he didn't break containment. I mean, Chandler Jones did what he was supposed to. He contained. He waited on the backside in case there was a fake, which there was, and he was there to make the play. Um, Most of the time in in a key situation like that when you've got a young player that, that has kind of that opening to chase the backside of the play, he's going to go for it. And I'm shocked that he didn't. I'm shocked that play didn't work. Um, and honestly, I thought it was a great – I mean, look, it, Breeze was one-on-one with the defender. And if he over-pursues on that play, he gets the first down, period. And you, you basically, if you're going to make the decision to run the football, you know they're not going to go eye formation, pound it up the middle, and get the first down. So – You basically gave yourself a chance to go one-on-one, and if the guy makes a mistake, then you're getting the first down. And, you know, I I thought the call was good. Chandler Jones just didn't break containment, and he made the play. So, you know, you you live – you punt, and your defense has been making stops all day, so you hope they make one more.
2: I like I like the call too. I feel like Drew didn't totally commit to it though. I feel like there was a little bit of a hesitation there on his part.
0: I said I said the same fucking thing yeah. to Ralph when you stepped away. I was going to jump in and you beat me to it. Well done, gentlemen. Well done. Here, 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 here. <laughs> no, it's like I, I, he was he was I, I, doing I, he was doing that weird like step where he looks like he's going to throw the ball yeah. like he's like prant it was almost like that that a prance that the quarterback does when he rolls out. And he like yeah. had his arm. It looked like he had his arm cocked back. And I'm like, okay, who the fuck's out? Who the fuck is he throwing it to? Oh wait, he's running it. Oh okay. I think. And just to reiterate, I think if he would have just tucked the ball in and ran, he could have gotten. He either would have broken it, or and and I was saying this again before we started rolling on it. I I trust Drew Brees' football IQ to where I to where I do not believe. He would have ran out of bounds, or allowed himself to get through, to get knocked out of bounds. I think if he would have sensed that the defender was about to shut, was about to th- toss him out, that he would have just do- dove to the ground and let the clock run. And again, when you're dealing with closing a game out, every every few seconds counts. And again, that's two, three, four seconds of time right there. Maybe maybe uh, longer. I don't know. Yeah, I mean maybe maybe
1: Ben look maybe like Ben Watson got caught up in the wall in the wash maybe a little bit. Um, I just guys, I just the thing is, no, you're not.
3: That's the whole point. You're not supposed to block that guy because you're supposed to dare dare him, leave him wide open, and dare him to chase the backside of the play. Yeah.
2: There, there are so many different ifs and buts (laughs) and wouldas and couldas and shouldas about the final like four or five minutes of this game i mean it was like a fucking chess match and i mean you could have done this you could have done that and you know who knows i mean you could play this game we could be talking about this for a day and uh and still never even come to the to, to any any conclusion i mean it's just so crazy and but i think I think it shows. You, I think it's because these two teams are very good teams. You have two quarterbacks. I mean, you had two quarterbacks. They Drew Brees led the Saints back to to winning, and they should have won the game. And then Tom Brady, you know, just one up Drew. Um, I mean, it was it, it was a hell of a game. I, I think we're all gonna remember this game, obviously for a while. maybe not for all the wrong, yeah, and maybe not for all the right reasons. But uh, you know, this was definitely one for the ages.
1: Yeah, I mean you can th- there was there was so many I think you know the strategy on the punt if you know cuz more said it was just an average punt by him should they have let him try to pin him deep instead of angling it out of bounds? I mean, you're right Dave that it that it's uh that it, there's so many twists and turns to it. Um Andrew uh before we let we get we let held he's got a rant prepared.
0: It's huh. just going to be glorious. I, gonna... I, I, I got it. Well, you see, you're selling you're, 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 it so it much, it. much. It's not going to be that good. Well, maybe, but whatever. It's,
1: it's in your wheelhouse. So it's a fastball okay. down the middle, whether you hit it out of the park or not, but it's in your wheelhouse. But uh,
2: Is it about refereeing? It is, Dave. Oh, it okay. is. Okay. But
1: before we get to that, I want to talk about the fact that the Saints went on the road against the team with the best – home record in the NFL since 9 They got no catches from Jimmy Graham. They got one catch from Colston. Kenny Stills let him in receiving. And they still almost won the goddamn game. Great point. In spite of getting screwed by the refs, Andrew. So To me, it's a positive of that and The running game that they got in New England,
3: is that real? (laughs) Well, first of all, yeah, I I think it's important to to look at. I I think if the Saints had gotten dump trucked by the Patriots, um, I think we would still be able to say, well, you know, they went up against a good team on the road and they laid an egg. But, you know, here we are at five and one going into the bye week. Everyone else in the division is dog shit. And the Saints are tied for the best record in the NFC. Um, and then their loan losses to an AFC team on the road. So um, I think you've got to feel really encouraged. Now, if you're talking about the X's and O's of this particular game, I mean, the defense, once again, just came up with so many key stops. You know, I know they give up the play at the end, and then, you know, that last drive was a heartbreaker. But, uh, man, the defense just numerous times put the team on their back and, and the team to win on the road against Tom Brady, I mean, after, his interception, hold them to a field goal in that drive was incredible. So um, I I think, look, ultimately when the saints get into the playoffs, hopefully, obviously, and and hopefully they go deep in the playoffs, but when they get into those games, um, it's not just going to be on Drew Brees' shoulders um, and they're going to have to come up with key stops. The the defense is going to have to make big plays like when they made the super bowl run, Um, you know, like trade in the, and Tracy and they're going to, Type. Is Andrew at a drive through window?
1: I think he might be.
3: <laughs> okay. I'm actually sitting in my – is my audio bad? No, you were just like dropping in and out a little bit. Oh, oh, sorry. Is that better? Yes, better. Okay. Um, but so anyway, uh, you know, I, I just felt like there there's a lot to look at and, and be optimistic about. Now, the offensive line, I thought this was their best performance, and I thought the Saints ran the ball well. Um, I think – now, you asked me, is that an aberration or is that something we can count on? Um, I, I'm I'm still a little skeptical um, just because I know they were missing Tom, Tommy Kelly and Vince Woolfork. So the Patriots are very depleted on the interior. So I think the ability to run the football on, the, on those guys is probably better than most defenses.
1: Yeah, I think the, the thing that – it didn't really surprise me. I thought Bill Belichick would dare the Saints to run, and he basically did it, and he didn't seem to rush too many people. And I actually hope teams try to do that, Dave, because it means Drew Brees will get hit less. And I don't think there's four teams in the NFL that can replicate what New England did yesterday, but let them try. Uh, but absent of that, how badly – did Sean Payton get out-coached to start the game? I thought it was one of his worst performances as far as, far as having a team prepared and game plan-wise that I've seen.
2: Uh, you know, him and Belichick go back a ways. They've got a little bond, a little relationship. <laughs> um, so – I guess I guess you could say he got outcoached, but you know that was the first half, and I would say in the second half uh, he was the one that was doing the the outcoaching for the most part. Um, obviously, I would say whoever wins, obviously, was the ultimate outcoacher, and that was Bill Belichick in the end. But I uh, I I I I stick with Sean Payton. I am okay with everything that he did. I don't feel like he, he had I, I mean I still would have liked to have seen the offense uh you know m- maybe run the ball a little bit more, maybe run some clock. I thought they could have done a, a few things a little a little bit better. But uh I have I have nothing bad to say about coach. Uh I do I do not agree with you, I guess I would say.
1: <laughs> no, I most people in my email, most people in my email they didn't really agree with me today. They just they just wanted them to they just said just execute better. That's what that was what most of the emails were. But Kevin, uh One thing that I think we can all agree on was the officiating was atrocious uh as Bad as an officiated game as I think I've seen the Saints be involved in in a really really long time, and I hate to blame the referees for the game, but Jesus Christ, they just Kevin, just go ahead. I don't even know what to say.
0: I mean, where do you start, man? <laughs> where I mean, uh, I mean, look, you and the here's the th- here's the thing that got me going. Here's the thing that got me going from the get-go. Was fuck the fucking Malcolm Jenkins roughing call. Oh my Jesus. So that that right there had me set up for the rest of the fucking day. That had me going. If that was the only thing, that would've fucking had me going. Malcolm Jenkins delivers a clean, crisp fucking hit with his shoulder. The receiver lowers his head into it and fucking, oh, of course, yeah, flag, flag, what, what, Fox, Fox replays it, Troy Aikman himself, the guy that fucking can't, the guy that didn't, last week didn't acknowledge that the Saints were undefeated or weren't a good team, <laughs> fucking Troy Aikman himself even manages to say, oh, I mean, that looked, uh, I mean, that looked pretty clean to me on the replays we've seen. But, hey, who am I to disagree? You're a fucking commentator, Troy Aikman. You are allowed to fucking disagree with the Shield. I know you're fucking paid by the league or Fox or whoever to call the fucking games. So call the fucking game and actually say what you're seeing, dude. Say what you see. It didn't look clean. It it looked clean? Then say it fucking looked clean. I don't agree with the refs. Okay? It's not like it's not like they're going to fucking change their minds all of a sudden because you disagreed with them, Troy. You can have the courage of your fucking convictions to say to actually voice your fucking opinion. You actually played the game. You played it pretty fucking well. If you have an opinion, you can voice it, okay, dude? I mean, I, I know your pal Joe Buck wasn't in the booth with you, so you might have been God. thrown off a little bit. No
3: kidding. Thank so God. you might
0: have been thrown off. But you're allowed to fucking voice your opinion and get stuff out there. I know John Gruden is an, gets annoying as shit, but John Gruden will just say whatever the fuck is on his mind at any point on I love anything. that guy in some Hoover's love wings. John Gruden. Right. Like John John Gruden will just say whatever the fuck enters his brain. He has no filter whatsoever. Okay? So there's that one right there. Then there's the fucking fan, the, the timeout that wasn't a timeout with Drew Brees. I mean, and I'm thinking, the the announcers again. They say he called, he went, he signaled for a timeout. I'm like, really? I couldn't tell. And then they show the replay. It's plain as fucking day.
3: Oh, I saw it. That he was calling for a timeout. It was plain as day. My thing, my thing about that play is either give them the timeout or call a fucking delay of game. Right. Either way, there's no way that that snap should have
0: been a live play. Right. Right. So then, so then what are you doing? You're, You're then, you're then... Telling the defense, Oh oh, the fucking Patriots get the ball that deep and the fucking defense that everybody's castigating today.
2: Not everybody fucking home just, just a select few people that I think I'm that
0: I'm that, that getting to them.
2: Oh I'll get to them. I'll get to them later. <laughs>
1: He <laughs> you you still got the offsides penalty to get to. Yes, continue. continue. That was
0: the, the worst fuck, one, in my opinion. That was the worst one. Hey, I'll, 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 I'll let one of you. i you. Can elaborate on that, that. what but the fucking we'll, defense holds them to a fucking field goal there, holds them to a field goal on a fucking pla- on a on a series that shouldn't have even took place, and 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 I don't even know. So then there's the offsides thing. That I appear that I must have missed taking a taking a squeegee or something, <laughs> so I missed that, and then and then fucking on the deciding play of the game. No, you missed the j- pass. Oh, on the fu- on the uh himana Mana him.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, him. He. F- I mean, Jesus Christ, man. Jesus hates Christ. He's we the Are we? Watching the the- for are we watching the same fucking game? That actually
1: helped the Saints, but incompetence is still incompetence.
0: Yeah, yeah, in, right. I am a man. I am a man of consistency, if nothing else. I loathe incompetence of any sort. I loathe incompetence. So, so, the, ergo, I fucking loathe NFL referees. Ergo. Okay? okay so, so, They final fucked play. that up. Then the fucking final play, Junior Gallette. Gets fucking clotheslined like he was hard Irish whipped into the uh, into the uh, ropes there by fucking uh, by fucking Ric Flair and then almost gets locked into a goddamn million dollar dream by the offensive lineman. And they call Holden at the end of games.
1: They had a they had a they had a game last a couple of years ago. Dallas scored a touchdown to win the game against the Redskins and they called Holden on the last Dave, play because Dude for Dallas tackled the end for the Redskins. They've caught right. If it's blatant and, and look,
2: enough, if if it's blatant enough, and they know that everybody will see how obvious it is, they'll call it. And that that would have been eligible. I think right. that play was blatant enough. Golic on Mike that and have Mike could it it and nobody would have. I think they could have called it, and nobody would have said, "Oh, that's BS. He didn't hold him." I think if they called ten it. Second, everybody
0: would have said, "Yep, you got him." Ten second runoff, game's over. Or, or if the guy doesn't fucking hold him, guess what? Junior Galette is eating Tom Brady's fucking face. (laughs) He's eating Tom Brady's face like he's up on bath salts. Okay, game over. Okay. Great reference. (laughs) Okay, he's fucking. He is he is scarfing on his fucking on his fucking jaw right now. Okay, I mean seriously, he is checking Tom Brady's jawbone. On the, on the plane ride back home as an extra carry on. That's how fucking sure I am that that was gonna be a fucking sack. But no! The offensive lineman wraps the arm around his neck, tugs on the back of the jersey too, and the second Brady lets go, boom, hands let go, and the fucking refs decide some horse shit ass. Uh, he went, he ran through it. He ran through the holding. What the fuck does that mean? Can we get <laughs> a ruling from Mike Pierre? Does somebody does – some, is, there, is, there, is there an official at SB Nation, like a referee honcho at SB Nation that can make a ruling on this? Because I, I, you know I don't know what that, that ruling is. I don't know what that ruling is. It's either holding or it's
1: not.
2: Right.
3: Right. It doesn't
0: matter if you <laughs> right. run through it. <laughs> right. You either it's, – it's either black or it's white. There is neither well, the I, suck- I, I see- man
3: he tried to hold him
0: but he was he failed
3: in trying to hold him.
0: Maybe. <laughs> uh, <baby. laughs> Unbelievable, man. Unfucking believable. So, somebody talk about the offsides and then come back to me later about some of the other stuff cuz I'm I still got bullets in the chamber. Well, okay? The I still one- got I still I still got rounds to fire. Andrew, here's
1: the thing what the, the way the NFL is nowadays is that with that Malcolm Jenkins that awesome hit that he laid the first thing I thought of is they're going to throw a flag. Yeah, I mean, I that's actually just the way the NFL is th- nowadays, I almost wish yeah. players
3: wouldn't do that as much because the odds are the referee sees it, flag. That's just- that's the thing. I mean, it, it happened very fast, and it looked like there was some helmet contact. Not not that Jenkins initiated it, but that play happens quick, and and you see some helmet contact and. It's a big hit, and, you know, that, that flag's going to come out 50% of the time. So I, I actually can live with that. I can live with the Galette hold because I, I just think, I mean, you could call a hold on almost any play in the NFL. And so, I mean, they blew it. But, again, that's that's a judgment call, and, you know, you're trying to look at five linemen at the same time, and, and you know, the umpire is sometimes going to miss that one. So I can live with both of those. Uh, the timeout thing with Drew Brees was unacceptable, in my opinion, because he clearly calls it, and if he didn't get it off in time, then it's still of game, right? So it's, but, but the timeout clearly came before the snap. So you've either got to give him the timeout or the delay. Um, and then, you know, the, the offsides thing, it's just, you know, Brees fakes the snap, the, the defensive lineman creates contact, comes in the neutral zone, the offensive lineman moves. How many times have we seen that? How many times have we seen that, and it gets the same call every time? I don't know. I, I just, I seriously don't even understand how they can justify that.
1: No, I, that that was a, that was as bad. A, that was it was a, it was as poorly as a, an officiated game as you'll see. And I'm not just talking about where you might have a couple of calls at the end of the game. I mean, it was just piss poor from start to end. Um, is
3: my is my audio okay? Yeah. I yeah. Now? Okay. Yeah. No, you're good.
1: Uh, you're good. Okay. Uh, Dave. You yes, managed to get nine million people to Canal Street Chronicles <laughs> with the picture of Junior gallette getting held uh, I would say would you, this is maybe as angry as I've seen the Saints fans in a while
3: over ref over officiating is there any merit to that fourth timeout thing? No it was no screw up. okay
2: okay no people were thinking that the broadcast graphic was correct when the broadcast graphic was incorrect. Okay, okay. Uh, Yeah, I would say that this is definitely the most heated I've ever seen fans about officiating. And it's up there as far as, as heated as I've ever seen fans ever. Uh, I mean, this this whole um, I mean, in particular, the 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 holding or the non-holding call at the end of the game. I mean, they are all over the internet, uh, stating their case and trying to make it known that the saints should have won this game yeah, uh, yeah. but yeah it's pretty wild out there it's uh, there's a lot of people out there this, all, all the Saints fans are coming out of the woodwork
1: they are Kevin is there any final thoughts on the officiating before we get to other things
0: uh, are you does it do you the check think- is in the mail? <laughs> Done. The check Done. is in the mail. To to, to, to to borrow to steal a quote from Big Trouble in Little China, the check is in the mail. <laughs> I, I hey, by, that, by, by the way, Dave, I just saw
3: the article you posted on Canal about Mike Freeman. I, I just read that. Oh earlier. fuck! What happened? What a what a fucking asshole, man! Are you sh- what What happened? He's, what he's, a he's, he's I mean,
2: that's like as as trolling as as, as trolling as it gets.
3: Oh, he basically called. He basically called. Uh, Tom. He he called Sean Payton, and I quote, "Arrogant and dumb." Is that right, Dave?
2: Oh yeah, nailed it.
3: So w- w- once again, Bleacher Report, you know. Yeah, up to the, the Saints. They're
1: arrogant when they run the score up, and they're arrogant when they play conventional football. Wait well, a minute. You know,
0: wait, a minute wait a minute. He underestimated Tom Brady.
2: Yeah, that that was you, his words.
0: He underestimated Tom Brady. Kevin, Get the ben, fuck out of here, Kevin, Mike Freeman. With that, he says,
2: Kevin, he says the Saints didn't take their first loss, 30 to 27, on a last-minute Brady miracle drive just because Peyton choked the game away. That would be too simple. He did something far worse. He did something that is actionable, arrogant, and just flat out dumb. He underestimated Brady. Horse
0: That's shit. The, how does that make you feel, Kevin? Horse I mean, shit. That kind of reporting yeah, is Brady Give Brady Give Brady an inch, he'll send you a postcard from Super Bowl media day. Yeah. yeah okay. True. So the same fucking un- – unbelievable. Unbelievable. It Two fu- consecutive fucking drives in the last three minutes of the game, they got him to go four and out, and then they fucking picked him off on the next possession, and in the next possession – he finally gets one on a fucking wing and a prayer when his offensive line is holding Junior Gillette. More oh, insulting! Like con- Congratulations. 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 Here's some fucking luggage and some Lee Press-on-Nails. Congratulations. Yeah, and it,
1: wasn't, it wasn't like Sean Payton passed up. It wasn't like he kicked the field goal to make it 27-23 or passed up a fourth and one and punted. I mean... You know, I think he should
2: have been more aggressive. You know, if Peyton's, if if the team executes, then Peyton looks yeah, like a genius. Yeah. So it's not really Peyton. It's, it's not. No, Peyton. Peyton. I mean, the, you can quibble a little bit with the play call,
1: but but that's just that's just trolltastic. And and oh by yeah. the way, Skip I mean, look, Bayless look, look let's
3: not let's, not, let's, let's not even talk about Mike Freeman because honestly, this. Wait a minute! No
0: no, 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 no! Hold, hold the ha- I, 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 Hang on a second. It's easy to slobber over Brady's greatness, I'm doing it here, and he was brilliant. Fuck you in your ear, pal, he was not brilliant. Until that fucking wing and a prayer, he was being held scoreless for the second consecutive week. So fuck right off on that one, okay, pal? You can go fuck yourself on that, okay? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out.
3: That past unbelievable that he threw dude. Vicar- got unbelievable. got Um he missed that, man. Yeah, no, he was unbelievable. He,
1: Brady was Brady missed that both quarterbacks weren't that good yesterday no, except at the I agree. end. No, Tom Brady missed a touchdown, Breeze mixed, missed Nick Toon on the easiest goddamn throw he'll ever have. Yeah. Um, you know, um, so it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't great quarterback. It was great moments, but um Dave, as we get back to Football, we can always bring it back around to your BFF Mark or former BFF Mark Ingram. Uh
2: oh yeah, I remember him.
1: Kyrie Robinson. uh does he need to get more carries? Does, yes. Yes. Well, as far as Sproles, I'm saying run Sproles less and give those to him.
2: I don't know. I mean, you got to run Sproles that way to keep defenses honest. You can't just always put in Sproles and then just throw it to him. That's going to get too predictable. So you got to you got to give Sproles his his fair share of of just sh- straight up handoffs and and you know what he he does fairly well on on, on regular between the tackles runs um i just i think they just got to keep doing what they were doing i liked what they did against the patriots um I, honestly i think they could have done it a little bit more they could have just grinded it out a little bit more i agree um, once once they had the lead um <clears throat> But it was working. uh, It was working. uh, Yeah. I I mean, Pierre Thomas had like what? 50 yards. Oh, yeah. So, I I mean, uh, yeah, he had 11 carries for 50 yards. So he was going at five yards a clip. So, I mean, uh, I'm I'm happy with where they're at. I think that honestly, if they want to get more out of it, then they just need to put more into it. Uh, in other words, I think if they want to have a better running game, then all they need to do is just do it more. I think it will be there if they if they need it.
1: Yeah, it, it's interesting. Uh, Kevin, um, your BFF, Kenny Stills, had himself quite a little game and, and uh, tried to break Twitter with sort of a semi-Hail Mary catch, I'd, I'd put it as. Um, what's his sort of ceiling the rest of the way?
0: He he may end up being he may end up actually being uh, like a, a Robert Meacham 2.0. I mean he's just gonna he'll he'll vanish for a couple of weeks or maybe get like one catch for fucking 15 16 yards and then one week he'll come out of nowhere boom three catches 85 yards touchdown or four catches 125 yards something like that but hey he you know Drew Brees fucking fitted in a goddamn uh, doggy door and and uh stills came came up with it with two with two defenders, so hey, Neiman mark a spending spree for him
3: <laughs> yeah, Robert Meacham isn't Robert Meacham, that's for sure
1: no he was no. wearing and he was wearing like some sort of gray onesie underneath his it was kind of <laughs> weird looking um and i i I had a desperation. Well, who knows what Kenny Stills is wearing under his gear? <laughs> I, for, I forgot that I had Brian Hartline as my third wide receiver, and I had to go and uh, buy a Robert Meacham scratch-off fantasy lottery ticket. Uh, oh,
3: not good. But Not good.
2: <laughs> On your fantasy team, there were a lot of other guys you could have picked up, I think. At wide receiver in a
3: in a yeah. league
1: where everybody starts three? Not really.
2: Kenny Stills wasn't available? No. Oh, no. wow.
1: No. No. Uh,
2: you could have found somebody
1: ah uh, I didn't well, Dave, to be honest, it was two fifty when I started looking,
2: so i was uh I picked up um I picked up Doss Sunday morning that's Sunday morning, that's not two fifty in the afternoon
1: though
3: well i
2: well at
1: that yeah
3: that, that limit that limits your was, options to like the three games that are yeah. left right. Yeah.
2: Oh okay. Uh, yeah, it,
1: I was not. I was not on the ball in fantasy or anything. I was a, It was gambling
3: apocalypse in the Marlboro. Well, then you de- then you deserved me, meet him. I did, and it was gambling apocalypse <laughs> in the
1: Marlboro household this weekend. It was ter. It was terrible. The only the only bet that I won was the two lane green wave plus ten and a half. Wait,
3: didn't you didn't you yeah. bet Jacksonville?
1: No, I didn't. I ended no. up not doing it. I ended up. Done. not Good move. Not. I, I mean, I picked it in my column, but I didn't wager on it.
3: Oh. Now,
1: uh, Andrew, Jimmy Graham, ESPN, says he's going to be okay with his foot, hopefully, and he'll be able to come back after the bye. Uh, how does his injury complicate uh, his contract negotiations?
3: I, I don't think it does at all. I mean, unless it's something that's going to linger and affect his performance um, to the point where he really struggles the rest of the year or something like that, and maybe Maybe that saves the Saints, you know, five million over a five year deal or some you know, or two point five million over the life of the deal. So I I d I don't think it has much of an impact. Um, you know, I will say I failed Jimmy Graham in my group. gave him a big he, fat F. I gave him an F. And and I you know, honestly, the thing that was most that was disappointing the- to me um as far as Jimmy Graham is concerned. Is that he just, he just stopped trying. I mean, it got to a point where he was getting owned by keep to leave. And I don't care how good he is as a corner. I, I don't care. Jimmy Graham is, is still has size on him. He still has the catching ability. He still has the wingspan. He still has size on him. Um, so he can still make plays out there. And you know, he dropped two catchable balls, balls that he usually makes. He wasn't running his routes. The effort was poor, and I think Jimmy Graham just kind of got lazy. He kind of realized that the Patriots were scheming for him and that um, he, he realized, I guess, that Breeze was going to go somewhere else. And instead of plugging away, and he just wasn't getting the football. He wasn't getting any action, and so he just said, oh, I'm just going to go through the motions. And for me, that's what was most disappointing about Graham. And um, I, I do think um, th- this is a learning experience for a lot of guys on the team. But particularly the offense, um, you know, they've struggled so much to run the football um, and the offensive line hasn't been great. So this offense has actually, you know, we, we've talked over the years about how great Breeze is at getting everyone involved and how uh, the offense is really diverse. This year, I don't think they've been diverse at all. I think the, the offense has really relied on Jimmy Graham and Darren Sproles in the passing game. And fortunately for them, it's worked most of the time. Um, But I think we saw in this game that another team had an answer for those two, um, and the Saints had nowhere to go. And, yes, they got Ben Watson involved a little bit and Kenny Stills involved a little bit, and those guys made some plays. Um, But the Saints are going to need to do that more often because teams are going to start to focus on Sproles and Graham and try to stop them. And, obviously, they're not going to be as effective at shutting them down. But you look at Breeze, he threw 36 passes in this game. 18 of them went in the direction of Graham and Sproles, and he only completed six of those 18 attempts. So half of his attempts were going to two players, and he went six for 18. And you look at the number, he's forcing the ball to, to those players too much. And so um, I think this, this offense, the, the lesson I think from this game is, yes, Graham and Sproles are your weapons. Those are the guys that the offense goes through. But if, it, if a defense is going to game plan and they're going to come up with a good scheme to stop those two, then this offense needs to do a better job of spreading the ball around, which they haven't done this year.
1: I am getting worried about Marcus Colston because it seemed to me, guys, that this is the this was the tailor made game of especially in the third and fourth quarter, where you go, oh yeah, Marcus Colston's still in the Saints. He caught seven for eighty five and a touchdown, <laughs> and it never yeah. happened. And it was it it. Oh. I, I'm worried that he that he's just not. Right, Dave. Go ahead. Agree, C- disagree.
2: What, Colston?
1: Yeah, something's wrong with him. I just...
2: Oh, no, I don't... Do I you mean... feel it in your bones? I
1: can feel it in my bones. I can
2: feel it in my bones. Yeah. Uh, No, I don't think anything's wrong with him. I, I mean, I, you know, sometimes he's... I I think, if if anything, I just... I don't think he was necessarily part of the game plan. You know, maybe they had a different... Game plan going into this game I mean, Colston has, has disappeared every now and then For like a game um, I don't think that's unusual uh, And I mean he, he he was targeted on that play At the end of the game And he did come up big On one of those scoring drives I mean he was involved It wasn't like he was Jimmy Graham Where he was completely shut down um, But uh, I don't think anything's wrong with Colston I mean I think in the season He's been fine other than this game.
3: I really think the Saints should have milked Ben Watson a lot more in this game. They, they, numerous times he was covered one-on-one with a linebacker, and uh, that, that's a mismatch you want. And uh, I, I just think Breeze, um, especially with the attention they were paying to Graham, should have milked that a lot more.
1: Uh, Kevin, Rob Ryan looked so Ooh. very, Ooh. very sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In fact, the guy yeah. from Sports Nation, Jason Kirk, used is using it as his avatar now. I was going to uh, say, there's
3: probably some good gifts out there.
1: There probably is. It, it probably is some good gifts. Uh, but, but that aside, Kevin, uh, this defense is on pace for uh, 50-some-odd sacks. And here's my question to you. Is it? Likely that the Saints are going to have two double-digit sackers on their defense, in in Gillette and uh, Cameron Jordan.
3: Cameo Joe. Yeah. Cam and Joe. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, Hi, Paul. I I I don't really I don't really have an answer for that. I just don't. I know I'm going to be fucking honest. I don't. I'm just impressed that the team got. I'm impressed that the team got five sacks on Tom Brady. Hell, now, at this
3: rate, Jenkins might have double-digit sacks.
0: <laughs> right. I, I mean, just. I mean, they're they're connecting unlike the uh, unlike uh, unlike the season before, and it's not like, and and you've written about this. It's not like they're committing everything but the kitchen sink like they were in the in the uh, in the in the Greg era. <laughs> they're just fucking. Mixing shit up and, and confusing the shit out of people. So it's not like fucking Tom Brady was was untouchable in this entire game, Mike Freeman. It's not like fucking Tom Brady just walked on water here all all, all over the hapless saps that, that was the Saints defense. No, the Saints defense roughed him up. His fucking his his uh his fucking ten dollar haircut got mussed up pretty good, okay? So don't make it sound like the fucking defense was a bunch of chumps, and and they're fuck and we're fucking lucky that the Patriots only put up thirty. You can fuck you can fuck right off with that, okay? You can fuck right off.
1: Yeah, I mean they sacked him five times, and really he got out of some sacks that I was like, Tom Brady just got away. How the hell did that happen? I mean it felt like it could have been seven or eight, maybe not the ten that Kansas City had. But a lot.
2: Uh, yeah, I started them on my fantasy team. It was awesome. <laughs>
3: they were my high score for the week. Did you guys hear my wife cutting up the apple in the kitchen?
2: Uh,
0: barely. Oh, okay. Um, it's know, no hand rinsing.
2: No it's no rinsing.
0: Nah, it yeah. you got to
2: step up your game, Juge. Get <laughs> your ass in that kitchen.
1: <laughs> Since we don't have a game this week and the Saints are on a bye – uh, the oh. Atlanta did end up losing last Monday when we had the glorious podcast uh, while we were making fun of them. And they're one in five. That's amazing. They play Tampa, so maybe Tampa could beat them, and then we could have dueling one in fives in the no, NFC the, the
3: Falcons are one and four, right? One and, didn't they yeah, had one a and bye, four. didn't they?
1: But if they yeah. but if they would lose to Tampa, then they could be one in five.
3: But they could they could lose to Tampa. It could happen.
1: Uh, yeah, they're pretty I mean their defense is pretty awful because Geno Smith looked like uh Warren Moon and then he went back to looking like Geno Smith against the Steelers who ha- were before that winless. Um
3: Yeah. Tampa's got a good defense.
1: They do. They're just their their coach is a Cro Magnon idiot and uh their <laughs> their their facility has the black plague.
3: Uh, you know, I mean oh, the lo- locusts have invaded the Tampa Bay facility.
1: It's it's not locust, I think it's worse than that. It's like a flesh eating. It's like a Scottsdale black death. <laughs> uh
2: but Oh you guys.
1: <laughs> but I mean Kevin, as you look around the NFC, is there anybody that you're like they are at the saints level or they're better.
0: Well, I mean, well well, you know what? I'm going to say something and I'm going to step back and then I'm going to let fucking you guys handle it and then I'll and then I'll get excited and then I'll jump in at the end. But do me a favor and repeat the question, just so I can, you know, since who, I've telegraphed my maneuver here. Who repeat the, question. Who, in repeat the, the N- question. who in the NFC
1: is the equal or better than the Saints right now, in your opinion?
0: Juge, fastball coming down the pipe. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, clearly, clearly, it's, I mean, it's anybody's fucking conference because, I mean, as we all know, typical Saints. Go in oh. another game, oh, they no can't God. get it done.
1: Oh my God, we're DeAndre, we'll, <laughs> you can address that or we can get that to the worst Twitter of the week worst Twitter of the week. We got Mike so many candidates.
3: We do that we segment do. is taking sweep in the country you no know, we need we need a jingle for the worst Twitter of the week. We just do. you know so that said before that segment starts, you know there's a nice catchy little thing in there, yeah.
0: It's time for Bad Twitter of the Week, doot, do doot, doot, Bad Twitter of the Week, boop, 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 those tweets, they really suck, but Kevin, don't give a fuck, it's Bad Twitter of the Week, boop, 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 Bad Twitter of the Week, doot, 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 doot. Yay.
3: Oh my God. I think we yeah. recorded that, right? Uh,
1: yeah. It, it uh, all records. So now we're just going to get to... uh. The bad Twitter of the week. So, Andrew, go with the, the same old Saints. Explain well, okay. That. Well, for, well, there, there, there's yeah.
3: actually three. There's three candidates here um, for worst. And, obviously, I think we know who everyone's going to pick. But I want to at least call out three people this week. Um, we've got Juan Scroats with, of course, the same old Saints, typical Saints refrain. Um, number two is Miss Hullabaloo. Uh, the Tulane fan who somehow takes compliments from uh, Ralph and I about Tulane football and how they're doing, and gets defensive and turns them into insults or takes them as insults. Shreveport isn't good enough for you, Tulane? Yeah, seriously, um, and that's just terrible. Um, but all and and lastly, Jeff Duncan once oh, again Duncan. trolling oh, trolling the whole city of New Orleans by reminding everyone that he called the call the game, the final score, and in all caps, exactly right, in all caps. Um, Jesus. So for me, I mean, but so Jeff Duncan being Jeff Duncan, again, as if he could be any more hated in New Orleans right now. Um, But for me, the pick, you know, look, for me, it's – and I was telling you guys about this before the show. I spent my entire infancy as a fan. And my entire time growing up and being a Saints fan, being told by the older generation that the Saints aren't going to win, that they always blow it, that anytime a game's close or any time there's a chance for them to get to the next level, they're going to shit their pants. And once again, that mentality creeped in when the Saints are 5-0. and They've been to the playoffs four out of the last seven years. They've been to the NFC Championship they've won a super bowl, they have three division titles, they've sent numerous guys to the pro bowl. The ta- the roster is laden with talent top to bottom. They actually have a defense that's playing really well right now. And someone is going to throw in my face at 5 and 1. Same old Saints? Are you fucking kidding me?
1: No, that you can't say same old Saints once Tracy Porter crossed the goal line in Miami. Hey, hey we, we've
3: graduated dumb. from that shit, man. Yeah.
0: We have. We have this generation. See, this generation should have nothing to fucking worry about and well, not worry about should have nothing to fucking go on in terms in terms of overwhelming negativity. Because, yes, the four growing up, the formative years, all nightmares, the fucking Vikings in the playoffs, the fucking Eagles in the playoffs. We've all got those fucking stories. But wait a minute. Lo and fucking behold, since 2006, this team has, you know, yeah, there was a seven and nine, a seven and nine, an eight and eight, blah blah blah. But guess what? This fucking team has been entertaining, good, fantastic, qua quality, all of that Va- the best. Varying fucking degrees of not
1: shitty. Oh, and by the way, Sean Payton in his last fifteen games as Saints head
3: coach in regular season, you know, oh he's fourteen and one. Yeah, you're gonna throw in my face. You're going to compare Sean Payton after losing on the road to Tom Brady and the Patriots. You're going to compare Sean Payton to fucking Hank Schramm and Wade Phillips? I don't think so, man. I don't, I don't think so. Speaking okay. of old school Saints coaches, I broke out the Tom Fears. We're done, we're done with that shit. Get that shit out of here.
1: All right. Uh, Dave and me solicit questions on Twitter. So we're going to get to those before me and Kevin announce an exciting new uh, contest.
0: Sure. Oh oh, oh wait, wait 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 but you know what real quick I know we I just I want I want to go back and backtrack real quick cover our tracks make sure we're all good uh Juan we love you you have a tremendous track record we do oh, yeah. love you but he I, no, no, no. he's an enjoyable follow yes he is an enjoyable follow give him a follow folks he does deserve it but that tweet just fucking set us off. Okay, so please go on, Ralph. All right, so we
1: get – me and Dave solicited questions, uh, so I'm going to uh, ask them. So Dave, why don't you take the first one? Uh, can we ditch the Charles Brown project already already,
2: uh, um, and go to what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean I guess I guess this person is assuming he's talking – I mean Teron Armstead is going to jump in there, but um, – Oh no, no don't I think, think I think
3: Ralph wants Joshua Hill at left tackle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Jonah Hill, what? <laughs> <I> think, <laughs> womp womp.
2: I I think uh, Charles Brown is your starting left tackle as long as he can walk. Um, so definitely should be my answer for this season. Um,
1: uh, Kenny Kenny Still's over under on
0: catches. Uh, Kevin. For the year? Uh, yeah, I, I, I barely heard you. You want to, uh, could you repeat that one, Kenny, one more How time? many catches will Kenny Stills have at the end of the year? Shit, what's he at right now?
3: I don't, I don't know. We gotta
0: well, hang on, we're going to find out.
3: Because... I would, I would guess he has six catches, seven catches this year. That's,
0: uh, I guess. Kenny Stills, three four uh, he has 10 catches this year for 198 okay. and one touchdown. So I will say, and what are we, six games in? Uh, 23, sorry, the one, 23, sorry, the one, I will say he's going to wind up, I'll say he's going to wind up with 28 and he'll have five touchdowns.
1: Ooh, that's, that's not bad. I'm going to say more than that. I'm going to say, I'm going to say 35 catches. Ooh, wow. That'd be yeah, that's bold. Well, cool. If Lance
3: Moore comes back, he's not catching 35 balls.
1: Well, that's the thing. When's Lance Moore? That that was a thing. And that's another thing that we totally missed. You know, not having Lance Moore, that would have been pretty nice on those third and mediums at the end of the game. True. You know? I mean, it's it's one of those things where you you, you get so – we get so wrapped up in the officiating and this and that, we kind of forget all the guys they're missing, you know? Um, but uh, Andrew – Well, Dave, do you you have any questions? I had a lot of questions about the officiating. Do you have any questions that you guys Well, that was actually
2: a good segue. um, Because my buddy Phil Watson uh, asked me. Phil Watts, Randy Watson. (laughs) What? Asked me on Twitter, uh, you know, what's what's my take on the lineup moves going forward? Um, Specifically, uh, Victor Butler and John Vilma. Are they going to hit IR or the, or are they going to go back on the active roster and is somebody going to get released? Um, and honestly, I forgot about both of them, <laughs> um, You know, which is why I thought your last point was a good segue because you yeah. mentioned Lance Moore, um, which is awesome because I think that means the Saints have a lot of playmakers and they just keep on rolling. So uh, I, I don't think Vilma and Butler are going to play again. I, I think they're probably going to go to IR, Butler in particular. Vilma, I have no idea, but um, Vilma may never play ever again. I don't know. Um, I, I think they go to IR. I, I think I think what we have now is pretty much what we're going to have
3: moving forward.
1: Anybody else? Is, is...
3: So, I mean, I, I think there's a decent chance Vilma plays. I mean, look how much Roman, Roman Humber... Um, you know, despite the fact that they kind of have your two traditional middle linebackers in Hawthorne and Lofton, um, they still found a place for Ramon Humbert Ramon Humber in the uh, game plan uh, this week. So I think if Vilma's back and Vilma's healthy, um, look, they're, they're playing their best guys, and they're finding ways for these guys to play and do what they do best, um, which is what I like the most about this Rob Ryan defense. You know, he's getting Malcolm Jenkins around the line of scrimmage. He's blitzing him. He's giving him a chance to do things that he where he can make plays. Um, so if Vilma plays, if he's available and he's healthy enough to play, I I do think the Saints will activate him and they'll get him in there and um, they'll put him in a position to make plays. You know, And uh, so um, maybe that's not your traditional outside linebacker or middle linebacker. Maybe it's some hybrid thing that they kind of create for him. Uh, but, uh, look, that's kind of been Rob Ryan's motto this whole season.
1: Yeah, I mean – I just I I don't see Victor Butler for sure is not going to play and I just don't heat, see Yeah. I, I just think I just think Vilma's knee was shot and I think it was a I think it was an atta, I think it was a boy thank you by the saints to keep him on the roster. I mean, yeah. You know, that's my opinion of it. Uh before we get out of here, me and Kevin have a uh, a fun exciting contest for all our our followers, you know, we're trying to we're trying to generate donations, you know, get people to donate out of the goodness of their heart. And people have and we appreciate every single donation. But we felt like me and Kevin felt like, you know, we had to offer people something uh a prize or something yep. that that was of value. Kevin
0: put your right. pants back on. Well, well I, I mean well well I was going to well I was about, I was going to say, you know, the prize is going to be uh framed portraits of me drinking beer in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> I, I,
1: I, I thought that was obscene. Uh and we also thought about maybe Kevin could like suplex uh, stuffed animals and that you could say I want, Kevin I want you to suplex a table but that wasn't worth it so what we decided to do was you know and this goes back to, to Andrew's thing of uh, people giving the saints shit about it's the same old saints if, if you have a, a relative in your family that's not a saints fan and they're obnoxious and they drive you crazy and you hate them or you don't really hate them but they do drive you crazy me and Kevin if you would like will call yeah, them and insult them for you if you have uncle jim who's a (laughs) dallas fan and you're like i i want uncle jim to get insulted on thanksgiving on thanksgiving you can enter our contest for a dollar and we will raffle off a a winner that we will call the relative of your choice and insult them on the podcast for 90 seconds all you have to do is donate a dollar and you're entered. It's real easy. Just click the PayPal Man. button. It's not worth much, but it is worth a dollar.
3: I mean, this I mean awesome. I want to get in on this r- raffle. I mean, there's. I mean, I have
0: family members that don't even like football, but I'd still love for <laughs> Kevin to insult them.
3: Yeah. Well. <laughs> okay.
0: And- and, oh yeah. Wait. Wait. And and I'll add addendum to this. The thing will start at midnight Central Time tonight. So and, and, and if you donate more than a dollar, that's one extra entry. Yeah. So, so if you donate 10, that's 10 entries.
1: Yeah, and also too, anybody that's donated at least $20, we're going to have a special raffle for you people. Because we love you and we don't want to leave you out. So there's like like about six or seven people that have donated at least $20. You guys get a special raffle. We'll be in contact with one of you people if you want to have a relative or friend who's not a Saints fan get insulted on the podcast for up to 90 seconds.
3: Maybe we should just call Jeff Duncan and insult him.
1: <laughs> no, but we need to raise money. But
3: like, nope. call. call. Actually, I'm, I'm donating. I'm donating twenty dollars, and Jeff
0: Duncan is my pick. <laughs> hey, but you, have have, you have to have a phone number. Doesn't he have a phone number? I mean, couldn't we? I mean, wouldn't it just be great to just leave a voicemail?
3: <laughs> that would
0: be. Can good we thing. do that right now? <laughs> Remember
3: when we called Sean Pamphlon? We did. That was great. Yeah, that was, was great podcasting. Great.
1: So, um, so you know, go to pay, go to the page, click on PayPal, donate a dollar, get in the raffle.
2: Give them the link. You're not even giving them the link. What's well, the link, the link is. Uh, let me. You know, what?
1: It's. Uh, <laughs> you sound like George Costanza there. <laughs> give him the link I don't know what you're saying you gotta give him the link (laughs) chronicpodcast.podbean.com there you go and go click on on PayPal donate a dollar it's only a dollar you spend more than you know you spend
2: more than that on
1: Starbucks
2: coffee yeah right exactly
1: exactly you know and wouldn't it be great for Uncle Jim who's a Bears fan to just get insulted by Kevin
3: Hell,
0: he'll get insulted by British, Kevin. Wait, you know, you know what I? Sir, oh yeah, dude, we yeah. can have Sir Kevin come out and uh, and ruffle some doilies.
2: Oh, you know, you know what I think would be good? Maybe, maybe if we could give him a sample of what it might be like right now.
1: Yeah, Kevin, you can insult me. Go ahead,
0: just knock it out for like sixty seconds. <laughs> you, f- you, I mean, <laughs> Jesus H Christ, boy, you fucking! How the fuck did you end up marrying a- a- out of out of your uh, out of your league, pal? <laughs> I mean, boy, you, I mean, dude, you outkicked your coverage and then fucking the entire, the entire special teams then decided to line up single file on the, on the other side of the field, man. I mean, that is just, there wasn't even, there was, there was no blocks needed, blown coverage is left and right, and the fucking return man just guns it into the end zone. I, I mean, sweet Christ, man. Half of you, half of you don't work. That half of is, you it, don't it work, and you are true. pulling down
1: – Hashtag Andrew tried to get it twitted. trending.
0: Thanks, Andrew. <laughs> you are fucking pulling down da- – I mean you are pulling down a hot Mexican wife, and fucking half of you don't work. Don't want man Unbelievable, man.
1: I'm like, Unbelievable. I'm like the guy from The Fugitive. <laughs> You're the-
0: <laughs> I mean god damn it, man. <laughs> And, and, and now, now I feel guilty for making fun of you. Yeah,
1: I feel don't, dirty. Don't man. every it's it's a good joke is a good joke. Is, you can make fun of me as long as it's funny. The, the only time I get mad is if it's not funny. Uh, yeah, you feel dirty. You're,
3: you're an idiot because you think Tulane is going to a bad ball.
1: Dude, all right, dude, we'll end on that. Look, Tulane people, LSU went to Shreveport after the Curly Home and Dark Ages. If LSU can go to Shreveport. You can go to Shreveport with a smile on your face. You go, you go to Bossier City, you get shit faced, you gamble, <laughs> and then you stumble over to that uh, uh, piece of shit stadium, Independence Bowl, and you dump truck some whack team, and you drive home. And you, dude, you're gonna dump. win. Tulane is gonna probably win eight games. It might be a sign of the apocalypse. Their, their next four opponents are like a combined three and 23. I mean, I wonder if Curtis Johnson is going to be your coach next year to open your new stadium. That's how good your season might be. So go to Shreveport with a smile on your face. For
0: yeah, I mean, and that's that's if fucking Central Michigan doesn't lure Curtis Johnson away.
1: Oh, my God. This <laughs> hullabaloo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> of
1: Just obscenities in your Twitter feed, Mister.
0: Oh, whatever, man. I, hey, look, I got a smoke. I got some smoking hot blondes that started following me after I tweeted my fucking uh, tub pictures. So, more tub <laughs> pictures could be coming, folks. I'm warning you in advance. Oh, god. <laughs>
3: god. I think I just threw up in my mouth. But are they fembots? <laughs> are these real women or are they fembots? Probably.
0: No, no. Appa- I mean, apparently they're real.
1: Apparently oh, they're yeah. real.
0: Oh my God.
1: Uh, on that note, uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, after the Saints have a bye, and if I'm not a lazy son of a bitch, maybe I'll rustle up a guest for when the Saints play the Bills. Uh, and on that note, go to Saints Nation and read Andrew's grades. He's flunking people left left and right. He just not grade easy. Uh, go to Canal Street Chronicles where Dave is gonna have like a million hits today. No kidding.
2: <laughs>
1: and Kevin may or may not have a power ranking this week. So you go there so you know on that note for Andrew for Kevin for Dave I'm Ralph be safe until next week
3: uh okay. yeah, <laughs> same old same old Saints bring back Bob Phillips
0: Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine.
3: Temp check.
0: Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply.